Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Welcome to Eat, Sleep, Run, Repeat, episode eight, the podcast for the average runner by average runners. Four of us in the house tonight. Mr. Fraser Barden, Steve the Spartan Sparling, Nathan Barden, and myself, Woolly. And uh, we've also got a special guest this afternoon. We've got the men's winner of the 50K at the Noosa Ultra Trail. So um, stay tuned for that. That's coming up soon. How have your weeks all been, boys? Yeah, good. I'm in training mode now. You've been, yeah. you've been running, Nathan? Yep. Yeah, oh, mate, you might as well. What have you done this week? So, um, Wednesday, I did just under 10k easy. Around that was your first run, right? Since um, Sunday, yep, yeah. And then, um, I did Wednesday, uh, Thursday, I did a 10k out in the road, easy, it was under, under an hour, yeah. And, um, and then Saturday morning, I went to park run. The long and short of it, I did like 4K warm-up, did the 5K park run. Had not a bad 21.10 or something. Yeah, it's um, good, eh? Solid. First in my age group, ninth place, thanks to yeah. Steve Woolley not running. Uh, <laughs> the in duck, duck, ducked in the top 10, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then just to say that the, the score against uh, Mr. Tick Woolly, Steve's dad is now 6'2". If he's oh, yeah, yeah, I've Jeremy. seen that. You yeah, just you know, he said, oh, there would be no dignity in beating you after you come off a 50th and K race. <laughs> I yeah. just don't know if he was a, would have caught me anyway. He was saving himself. He was saving himself for the cross country in the afternoon. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that was your yeah. that was your first solid 5k in um the vapor mm. flies too. Alpha fly Ecadens, eh? The vapor, the vapor fly, yeah, 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 the, yeah. First, the first effort in those, and and um, you know, I've done some tempo runs and, and that, and then I finished off the after park run with a 6k with you just to yeah, make yeah. that 15 for the day, yeah, pulled up all right. Um, yeah. so um, it's an uh, I'm gonna get out tomorrow, probably do another 10, yeah, I'm just gonna do a few yeah. 10ks this week and then um, uh, 20k next Saturday morning, not yeah. park run, just um, trowel and road yeah yep. and um then that'll be it and then uh, i see how i feel i think that'll put me in good shape for the wild horse at night 50k on easter friday kicks off at 3 p.m so the first lap will be in the light and then the second lap in the dark so yeah i reckon how, i'll be all right i'll awesome. be good to go yeah how's your body feeling like yeah it's only two weeks away from your your ultra that you just done so it's still going all right yeah um my sugars have taken a while to get back to normal. And I don't know if that's because I wasn't running. Um, but now I've run and like today, yesterday and today, the first days I've actually felt my sugar's been like good all day. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool. So we, we, we just, uh, with my diabetes educator, just trying to work on a few things and, um, see if we can sort out the algorithm so and I, I think that 50 that 50k starts off in the afternoon so my blood sugars are going to be settled um 
by that time. So yeah. uh, I'm going to start in a better position and be able to yeah. keep that. I would have had yeah. solid foods all day. So my gut's going to react a lot better uh, yeah. going into that. So what's, your, um, what's the your diabetes educator? Well, basically it's um, someone who helps out with doctor to, they deal mostly with type two diabetics, but uh, I've been working pretty closely with um, Helen Schifferly. I'll give a shout out to her on the North side of Brisbane um and we're just trying to work out with the um with the libre 2 tester um that we can get this um you know just try and get that what was the cause of the sugar going high and what we can get it under control and maybe you need to change my rapid acting insulin or there, there was there was a delay and then that, that that insulin then kicked in and it kicked in too too hard shouldn't have brought the blood yeah. sugar down that fast like that it should have been over a few hours so but it was it was a two hour delay and it's sort of working so yeah um yeah we 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 just sort of you know it's it's tweaking it off but yeah yeah just a i mean like but the thing is is a, a running race is different to a mountain bike race so it's a different effort and a different you don't have to worry about your gut so much because um you're not jumping up you know you're going up and down on your on your gut when you're running yeah, a bit um, smoother on the bike. And you can mountain bike races a, a lap a lap thing. So um yeah. And you seem to tend to push yourself harder, don't you, when you're running. I mean like an hour of running to an hour of mountain biking or an hour of cycling is completely different. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's about three times the effort. So yeah. Um, there we go. Anyway. So yeah, there we go. Good. What a, how about you, Harling? Yeah. Oh well. Um I've only run four days this week, but I clocked sixty five Ks again. So a couple of big runs. I did a, a an hour, um, just an, a heart rate run. So I just try to keep it under 140 on um, Wednesday. And that was my first run. So I had a couple of days off after last week, 65. So I just had a bit of a break, but more due to work and schooling things with my daughter. And so I got out for a run Friday. I um, went and checked out the Wild Horse at Night trail that me and Nathan are going to be doing on Good Friday. Um, I've just signed up just now for the... 25k so it starts at 6 p.m oh, so it'll be all on the 25 not the 50 yeah uh i just don't know how i'm going to back after work i, I spoke to nath on saturday yeah. and i got a huge yeah, roster that week right up to thursday morning where i start at like 4 p.m in the afternoon and work through to something like 6 a.m or something the next day so it's to come up, i've been to lunches with family and stuff so and i don't pull up too well it's just a long night and it's all my hours get earlier and earlier over the course of that week because of Easter. Oh, and um, yeah. try to yep. try to try to pull up. It's just body's all out of whack and trying to I said to him, by the time that race starts at three PM, my body would be looking for a, a bed, you know. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I went I went out to check out the course and um I plugged it into my watch and, and run it, but there was part I couldn't access. Um from about the 4k there's a loop that you do back around on itself once and then you head into a crisscross section and then finish off but i couldn't access that i don't know where it was off the side of the trail i found the other end of it but it had a do not enter section with um trespassable prosecuted so basically i just followed the map and finished at 22k so out of the 25ks i did the 22 and it was quite easy it's flat um there's a lot of obstacles since the storms i guess from a month ago where nath flooded um there was a lot of trees like down trees oh yeah 
Yeah, because it's very sandy there. And as Nath explained, once the ground gets saturated, the wind just blows the trees over. So, because they got no nothing, yeah. no stronghold for the roots. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, and it's mm-hmm. basically a bit of an obstacle course. Uh, one of the creeks that it says on the website is usually dry, was about knee deep. I've seen a bike go through and it was up to the axle on the front wheel, which is the bigger wheel. Um, so, that, uh, hopefully, if we don't get any rain, that'll dry out a bit more. But it was a, it was a good two meter leap for me. And I'm, I'm a big guy. Um, long sort of legs so two meters for a lot of other people is, is going to be a bit of a task but um yeah but after that it was just open trail some planks down across obstacles it. yeah well so, i reckon yeah. they're probably well two weeks out they're, they're um they're probably going to go out and uh, wreck it, wreck it yeah. and obviously tape yeah. it for the race um yeah. and uh, yeah yeah maybe make some improvements Take, take a couple of chainsaws out there and cut yeah. the trees down, and that's in the way. And that and might for be able me, to put me, some trees across those holes where those big puddles are. Like I noticed yeah. that um, at the Noosa, there was one like fairly thick branch across one big load of mud, and I yeah. just I ran across it like I was walking the nose, walking to the nose on the longboard, you know, like crisscross yeah. feet um, to get across so being, it. Yeah. So um, being a twenty-five k run. Um, and it's trail it's very flat i took a photo from up at the lookout afterwards and it's just a, a flat plantation forest of pine trees or whatever and it just looks flat it's like a green tree top tree tops out there but i only I'm clocked not com- 100 i'm not complaining no 112 I'm not meters yeah. elevation for 22k <laughs> yeah. yeah 112 meters no, for 22k so thanks. nath will be doing roughly 250 like a quarter of what he done last last ultra so um yeah it should be a good runnable yeah. course, and and mate, I reckon you'll PB it over last run too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I yeah, finished just up running on... the night, running the darks harder. Yeah. But, uh, I reckon yeah, it'd be a good good. That uh, you try each each race each race is at its own time, then it. But yeah. um, yeah, you know, fuck, there they are. Yeah. They so are so they after are. that, I, I did a quick hike up the mountain to take a few photos because you guys don't work. Obviously, you're just chatting on bloody <laughs> on um. Facebook and Instagram all day. I thought I'll send you a photo of what I was doing, but um, it was a 700 meter climb to the top over 93 meters, so it's quite quite steep. And that, I think, after I did that, my calves felt fine. They, they stretched out my calves on that walk up and, a, and yeah. a brief walk down. And then on Saturday, my plan was to run to park run, meet up with Nath. We already suggested that we go do a park run together. Um, I put the backpack on and just practice a bit of um, sipping my hydration from the day before. Just just go through the motions of, you know, just having a drink when you don't really need it, but to stay hydrated. So I wore my running pack with water on board. Ended up doing park run. I finished about 29 seconds behind Nathan. He was flying. I think it's the night. Yeah, but you were cruising. You were cruising. Yeah. I was cruising at the start, but I seen you in the distance. I tried to catch you, but oh, another another three or four hundred meters, I would have got you. I reckon I would have got tick anyway. Steve's I dad. The vapor flies, the vapor yeah. flies did their did their bit. They're good though. They yeah. do feel good. Yeah, they look good. Yeah, as I said to you, that's the best two tone color I've seen. Those. And yeah, um, yeah, so I end up after that. Good. I did a warm down. It was about six point eight. It was like a bit, wasn't it? Six point eight k's or something. Now warm down. Yeah, yeah. It's getting warm. And then. And then a run home, which is another five, end up being 22. So I did two 22K runs in a row. And then, um, yeah, and then today after work, I come home and just did another 10K just to free the legs up a bit. So it worked out quite good, 65Ks, two in a row, and slowly building. So um, that's me for the week. In good yeah. shape. 
Do you yeah, want me to tell you what I've been though. doing? Yeah, go on, mate. Tell us about the gym stuff. Oh, yeah. I've just been, yeah. As a, anyone who's just tuned in, I'm having a couple of weeks off running to try and sort of rehab a couple of little niggles. And um, I don't want to speak too soon, but I think it's working. Um, I've, oh, I was so tempted to run towards the end of this week. Um, but I, yeah, I managed to just hold off and not do it because I know that um, if I can just hold off for another week, I'll, I'll, I reckon I'll be back to, you know, 90, 95%. And uh, so basically I've just been going to the gym and like running, but on the elliptical trainers, I've just been d- rotating between 20 and 30 minute stints on that. And then I'm doing like calf raises, um, leg press, uh, abs, sort of every day rotating to different um, exercises. So I'm not sort of just smashing the same muscle group all the time. But yeah, that's yeah. that's um, pretty much been me for the for the week. I went this morning and did um, 30 minutes on the elliptical, and then a load of um, a load of other like. Um, weights on my um legs and stuff yeah but um it's like i enjoy it it's just i don't like working out in aircon you know that like it just feels unnatural you're so used to training yeah you feel like you should be sweating and body's trying to sweat but the aircon's pumping down on you it's just it's bizarre yeah um fraser has just joined i've just added him but how you going fraser good mate just got back from gym and taking oh. a COVID, taking a COVID yeah. test around the mum. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. No. Yeah. You what? Took a COVID, COVID? test to yeah. your mum's house. Oh, no. Oh. Not well. Yeah, she's sick. She's been in bed last couple of days. No good. Right. What have you been up to training-wise, mate? Uh, had a run when uh, I've had the kids this week because my ex-wife, she she's had COVID, so I had the boys extra few days this week. Um, Wednesday, I got on the treadmill, went for a run. And Thursday, went out. I think I did about 10K. I uh, was going to play football Friday, but that got cancelled. Um, everyone had COVID or was injured. <laughs> and then uh, yesterday, I went for a run and went to the gym. And then today, this morning, I went for about 11K run. And then I've been to the gym this afternoon. Do you yeah. run at the gym on the treadmill? I, I did uh, yesterday, just a K warm-up. Uh, I don't track any of that, though. No, no. Um, I never today, add it when I do it either. Uh, today, I went on the bike, did 5K just on the bike before I did legs. Yeah. So, um, this is a so what are you doing? What are you doing at the gym? Are you doing CrossFit or what? What's the go? No, I just well, I went to um, the World Gym, the new one out of Brendale. Um, I went to have a look on Saturday, and then I got a three a free three day pass. Um, so I've just been like using that last couple of days, but it's an awesome gym. Like the equipment is just like I've never seen equipment like it before. It's just unreal. Um, And then it's just absolutely huge gym. And then it's got like a CrossFit type um, area 
with like you know you can push sledges and got all your um ski machines and um and all cool. that row machines cool. stuff and then it's got massive just loads of machines like squat machines and, and everything like that and then there's a massive big cardio room upstairs yeah and there's um like other rooms where they do classes and uh and spin class and all that and then there's a sauna and stuff in the change rooms and stuff as well so yeah it's cool so um i just um i was last week i was meant to give a shout out to mark strong our massage guy oh, yeah. so do do it now if anyone's on the north side of brisbane you really want to go and get a like i'd say a proper like remedial stripping massage where you get um you know like it's hard to get a nice relaxing massage but you need someone it's going to hurt to actually really your muscles tightening up and there's some scar tissue and that can be forming and he'll find it it's um mark strong if you look up restore and rejuvenate massage therapies um his number 0413 009 505 so um yeah we just give a shout out to mark he's been doing I'll, great work i'll put the link to that i'll put the link in the description yeah. in the uh, description so if yeah, you look in I've the got show his, notes uh, website yeah, yeah. His website yeah. purchase of the week um dfo nike singlets at 15 bucks each for we're going to get printed up for the uh, relay um on uh, anzac day um i also popped into the brook shop and they had the um they had the light feet socks in there and they've got a bit of the, the um, tensioning through the middle of the arch of arch support. So yeah, yeah. helping for like the planter. planter. Yeah. And they're the longer ones. That, no, they come up like, you know, like crew, crew socks, not all the way up your calf. They're not like a compression sock, but only in that, that yeah. arch bit. So they were 25 bucks, but the big purchase. You got more socks have shoes now. I know. Mate. I've never known anyone so many different types of socks. <laughs> they're make, they're making, him, out, they're making him run better. They're making him run better, so that's a good thing. Mate, um, oh, look oh, at nice. that! Seventy bucks is the. Uh, this is the Montane Gecko VP12. It can take twelve liters. So if I go to hundred k, that would be perfect. So fifty k, hundred k. It came with two 500 mil soft flasks. It's got yep. loads of pocket zips. It's got the side pockets as well for carrying extra food. I, I noticed I needed extra solid food for the yep. race. So that's there and I can fit extra bits in the back. It takes the bladder as well. So it's pretty light. Um, I hope it's not too hot. It's pretty, looks pretty breathable. So we can yeah. give that a test. Uh, good design. Eh? So that's a good design. Give a shout out to um, Terra Tribe at Eaton's Hill. Uh, if you're on the north side of Brisbane, you're into trail running, definitely go there. They've got some the topo shoes and the um, all the ultras as well. And um, yeah, it's a good shop. That. A it's a nice shop, eh? You get a discount. They've got a sale on at the moment. So this was down like 203 bucks. Um, and then you can get a discount if you're at certain running clubs as well. So um, yeah, have a look on their website and then have a look there. Thank you. So that purchase, Nate, that was purely because of your um, experience at the ultra last time. You just needed more capacity. I just need need to be able to carry more, yeah. So, yeah, cool. Um, there you go. That, so that was that's it. That's awesome.
Uh, welcome this week's guest, the winner of the Noosa Ultra Trail 50k out and back event, Daniel Bunin. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Well, firstly, congratulations for um, your run last weekend. Awesome run on a very tough course in brutal conditions. You yeah, must have been pretty you. happy with that. Thank you. Yeah, happy. I'm still still paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> you did you did it in nearly two hours quicker than me, and I thought I ran it okay. <laughs> like you know, like oh, look, I think I think, I think seven minutes. People who are out there longer. Yeah. 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 Only run only run faster, so it's over quicker. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was only a four-hour run for you. What are you worrying about? So how um how have you how have you pulled up after the race, um, Daniel? Yeah, well, it wasn't the greatest build-up for me um, because I was afflict- affected by the floods as well, um, yep. like some of you. So yep. from I think that was like three or four weeks out. So yep. was, um, that was pretty crucial timing for training. Yeah, um, I missed a couple of big runs because of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then just whatever else life threw at us. Um, so it wasn't the best um, leading into it. Uh, so I still went as if I did have a good build-up. So um, my body's paying for it now. So I couldn't really – I didn't run until Thursday after the race. Um, and the race was a Saturday. So um, – and it was just an 8K jog and then – yeah. yeah. So, you know, just, so is it just your body felt fatigued, or legs? So you got like, like, was it your calves or your feet, or yeah, soreness, just um, quads and hammies. Uh, hey, Daniel, on on the podium, yeah. you were standing there with one shoe on. That's right. <laughs> yeah, did you roll your Did you roll your ankle or? Um, yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so I'm assuming assuming you didn't take that off, so it didn't swell up. Yeah, and no, I had ice on it um, straight away yeah. too. Cool. So, um, I rolled my ankle at seven k in. Wow. And, uh, yeah, and, um, but I don't know. That it was just the first. It was uh, a because of that lead up. I think it was just a tough run all around. So that was just one of many things that weren't going right on the day. Yep. Um, that was that first eight. That that sort of first eight k in that forest bit, which probably gets used by a lot of people mountain biking. Um, and then we came back through it on at the end. I said you wouldn't want to run. I said this to someone. You wouldn't want to run this in the dark. You definitely did. There was lots of tree roots and everything, wasn't there? Yeah. Got to be careful. Yeah, yeah. And it was on um, it was on the downhill as well, so it was just a bit of pace, a bit of unstable. Under, yeah. Under the foot, uh, and it was right. Yeah. I went down, um, and someone cheered me on or whatever. But little did they know, I, I was always going to keep going no matter what. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there a pack with you at that point? Oh. Yeah, that's right when it started that lead pack started um breaking up i think on the downhill because you know everyone that's a real strength that stands out with runners is that downhill so that's mm-hmm. that broke people up so some people were flying down it and some people were more reserved because i fly I remember flying down that and I, I was talking to a guy from the gold coast and i said i'm just gonna go because i love my downhill like i just yeah. fly down down them. and that does make or that really make like i didn't see him again until I don't know if I saw him again near the end of the race or something, but I never saw him again because I just went and he never caught me back up. But yep. yeah, it just it was a great downhill. I didn't video because I wanted to keep my eye on what I was doing, but I just yeah, um, yeah it was pretty it was pretty in, intense uh, few minutes of of downhill. It was yeah, um, and for me, I'm it's not 
a strength for me, the downhill. So that's, um, that it was a really fast start, um, in general. And then that, yeah, that broke everyone up. That was, um, so my quads were, they were going pretty early on. Mm. Yeah, well, so, uh, so yeah, I was painful. Well, we might come back to the, we might come back to the, uh, the race because we're digging into the race, but let's, um, what's your sporting background been, Daniel? Uh, from like, a, from, like when you were younger, were you into soccer or stuff or running? Did you, were you running younger? What's, what's the, what was the story? Yeah. So obviously growing up in Australia, you have basically two sports, a summer and a winter sport. So I was athletics and soccer. Um, so, uh, as I grew up, um, I suppose I was, I got to a decent level for both and I focused more on soccer through teenage years and early twenties. And then, um, who did you play for? Um, well, I moved to Queensland as a teenager. Um, so I was up uh, in Harvey Bay was where I did my teenage years. Yeah. So I played up there and played like the rep teams up there and into the men's rep team up there. Um, and, and this is the days when like the state league was the next big thing. There was no like NPL or that youth league that goes now. Um, so I played that. And then in Brisbane, I played um, I was in the military when I moved to Brisbane. So I, I played just um, first grade for um, like Annerley and then Oxley. Cool. cool. Uh, yeah. And I, and I played, I did play soccer for the defense force and the army. Yeah. Um, and then after I got out of all that, my body was pretty cooked and I just started running again. Nice. All I can do now is running a straight line, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and what distances? Did you, what led you to get to being like doing 50 Ks? Yeah, well, I, um, I suppose I, even through those football years, I still did a lot of like five, five, 10 or, um, half marathons. Um, and I guess a lot of it was just, um, I suppose still needing or having that desire to exercise a lot, um, and not being able to do much else. Um, yeah. So just longer, slow jogs led to that enjoyment and um, mental health side of it too. Yeah, man, so, I agree. It just, yeah. So it just there's nothing to, better than just going out for a run just to enjoy it and just no right, pressure yeah. on pace and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, got a, I got a question for you, Daniel. A few weeks ago, we asked Fraser to chuck a watch on at um, soccer to see how far he travels in a game. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Um, how how far do you reckon you run in a game? Now, I, I guess it's um position, depending on the position you're actually playing. Um, how far do you reckon? Yeah, at least ten k. Um, I was yeah. playing central mid, defensive oh, mid. So, so you're running. You're running 10, all all game. 10K. Yeah. You're yeah, always yeah, moving. Fit, yeah. Yeah, and fitness, um, especially, um, playing more of that um, park football level later on, like fitness was probably a bit of a strength of mine over like the skill side of things. So yep. um, I was always getting about trying to try and get involved. Yeah, cool. Fraser's pretty close then. He reckoned about 10, I think. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll probably run about 8, 10. Even though I play in defense, but I still do a lot of running because always being attacked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, Fraser's, Fraser's, again, like yourself, Daniel, um, Fraser's fitness and, and strength probably outshines his skill. 
<clears throat> and uh, <laughs> and if someone goes past him, he just he just barges him over. Yeah. <laughs> it's a car. Well, I can't can't do yeah. it anymore. Yeah. I play in the um in the over thirty fives league, and you're not allowed to um do any sliding tackles. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Steve, well, that's all I used to do when we used to play it. Hence why I used to have loads of red cards and get yeah, sent off. Yeah. It wasn't strange to see Fraser getting sent off. That's the referees always knew my name. Oh well. They still do today. Oh, what's the next question, nice? Um, yeah, what's your your typical running? Uh, well, what's your actual training week look like? My strength training or like you know, like we're talking like kilometers, speed work, everything. Just just yeah, the whole mix. Yeah, so um, leading into like anything marathon or over um i'll always try and get like 90 100k plus weeks which isn't a lot for compared to a lot of the good guys out there but um it is a lot it It is a lot but it's not when you're listening to like the pros and they're doing like 200 plus a exactly ben parks he's doing what 180 200 you know 92 k's yeah 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 yeah, look, if even if I had the time, I don't think my body would be able to do it anymore anyway. Yeah. So that that's sort of the sweet spot I found, and I I can only string a few like three or four weeks of that volume together. Yeah. So my, my biggest weeks only been like 120 something. Yeah. And, yeah. And I can't string much more than that together, or I'll, I'll either get sick or I'll get injured or something. So that's the sort of distance I'm going for, and to fit that in, um, I'll I'll even I'll get up before the kids get up so it's running dark um in the mornings and i'll run commute sometimes to try and fit that double, that double. is that a yeah. lot of is that a lot of like easy running in that yeah or, yeah 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 exactly so i'll um i'll break my week up or well, sorry i won't use your classic seven day week i'll um i'll usually work off a block of like 10 days or so and in that in that 10 days that's as long as i get a a long run in a medium long and a, some sort of a faster. So that's mm. only three, three out of the 10 days I'm working. And then um, the remaining days are just like that 10, 10 K. At uh, easy pace. Sort of just just yeah. volume. Yeah. Just that and what is your easy pace considering you did like a four hour, one fifty K. It really does differ. I, I guess the most like my most common run, if you looked at my Strava, would probably just be a 10k at like four four thirty and change pace. Yeah, four thirty k's, and um, yeah, that's probably my most common. Just go out from the front door, go for a run. Yeah. What did you do the race in? How many k's? How many k an hour did that did that uh, race end up for you? I think it was maybe five oh one. Wow. Shit, that's good over those hills. Yeah, because then six six minutes of K would bring you in at five hours, and then seven minutes of K would bring you in at the six hours. Yeah. I'll tell you my race plan whenever you're ready to hear that, and I'll, I'm, that'll explain. Roll on to that, yeah. Um, yeah, it was just, um, I guess, I was just in a spot mentally because of that rough month before the race, um, you know, where – where like that, I get, I'm assuming just like you guys from listening to the podcast, you know, that blue collar sort of worker just trying to fit in runs 
I didn't want to um like pay for an event and sort of not turn up. So yeah. So with a shit uh, month beforehand, I was just still going to have a crack. So I knew it, I always knew it was going to hurt. So it was um it was that was basically my plan, <laughs> and uh and then at halfway, you know that steep hill. Um. Yeah, that twin twin lookout or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah, where well, you had to get that little band for your wrist. Band, yeah, yeah, that was a, yeah, that was a kill. Yeah, it was steep, um, which I didn't mind, but um, I I took over um, Beth McKenzie, the person who got second, and I still honestly thought, um, I don't mean disrespect to her, but I thought there was still two or three fellas in front. And, yeah. Um, and then I didn't see anyone because it was a turnaround. I didn't see anyone, so I asked the marshal um, how many have come through. And he said, no one. And I was sort of like, shit. You're leading. I'm leading. Who wants to lead at 25K and a 50 So you had no idea that you, say, up until then, you weren't sure where you were sitting in the pack. Sort of I had a rough idea. I knew I was um, between fifth and seventh, like just from like working it out as you go. And that's what I thought. Um, but when we, I guess, when we caught the um, 100K runners or 80 or 100K runners, Maybe uh, I just yep. didn't notice that we were just churning through. Yeah, yeah. And um, so, yeah, I thought there were still two or three fellas ahead. That's sort of where I wanted to be at that point, halfway. But it turns out I was in the lead. So Did I, you have, I like, um, um, did you have for sort of something in that, did you think, okay, I'll just take it easy that first 25 and then, then I'll put the hammer down. That's when this race really starts, that second 25 and just correct, see. Can, yeah, I usually, like, I usually sit pace. about 30K. Yeah, um, and being being hotter, and I knew it was an like that fast start. I knew that some people would drop off just because that's what happens out of. Oh, everyone went cook. Even even us, even us average runners, we went off. I, I was the, you watched the video on, on YouTube, Return to the Ultra, and I'm like, we need to slow down. We'll, we'll be there in five hours. <laughs> I'm yeah. looking at all these people around me. I'm like, even when I got to the 36k mark, I just caught that last up. And she was like 25 minutes behind me, even by the end. And that was just in that last 14 K I made, and I, I did bottom out. I made 25 minutes on her. So, you know, you just, I think a lot of people just, cause it was so hot went out, probably didn't get enough nutrition or water in, just went too hard right. too early. Yeah. And it comes back and bites you on the ass. It does. It does. And um, that definitely happened to a few people. Like, and you could see it out there. Yeah. Um, and it even happened to me. So my plan from um, when I realized I was in the lead, like I said, no one wants to be in the lead at that point. Yeah. Because um, someone's got something to aim for, haven't they? They can see you off in the distance and yeah. go, right, okay. Yeah, that's and right. you've got no one ahead of you as like a hare to, yeah. to, to like chase. Yeah, that's it. And um, I guess on the fly, I just came up with a game plan and that was to maintain the pace I was going. And if people caught me, then that was that was fine. Like that's, I guess that's racing. It's all that mental game. Mm. Um, but then I, and then my plan was just to do that until 40K. And then at 40K, if no one had caught me, that's when I was just going to pin the ears back. Because there's no real hill after, after that halfway. There was, yeah, there was no real hills, was there? So it was like, it was pretty much, you can, you could go at a lot faster pace than the previous 30K because it yeah. was just, just yeah. flatter. Yeah. And I was just, um, I wasn't really looking at um, the um, kilometer pace. I was just going off effort based and just trying to trying to keep it there, seven or eight out of ten. Yeah. Um, 
And then, how are you mentally at that 40k point? How, how are you feeling mentally? Like, were you, is it a struggle to without anyone to chase? Like, how are you feeling? Yeah, it was. Um, so Beth was keeping me, um, she was keeping me in her sights. So I was, if I looked back or went around a corner, I could still see her like 20. Oh, really? Yeah. Shit. So okay. I thought, and like, I don't know her very well, but I just know that like her background. So I thought yeah. she was just um, sitting and just waiting. Love to get Beth on sometime if she gets to hear this. Um, but uh, what, what what can you tell us about her? Because she's American, is that right? Yeah. So she married um, Luke McKenzie, who is who's an Australian Ironman athlete, triathlete, um, yeah. and that's her background as well. So okay. um, they live in they live in Sunshine Coast now, Moosa area, I think. Um, yeah. So yeah, so for them it was a backyard ultra. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, and they're still they're not pro anymore, I don't think, but they still go and get it done. They're obviously still high level. Yeah. Okay, so they were yeah. they were that, that excuse our ignorance. They were professional triathletes. Yeah, I think Ironman level. Um, Luke was yeah, I'm pretty sure, and I'm not sure about Beth, but I'm pretty sure. Oh wow. wow. Yeah, so they've got that base, that background there. Obviously. You knew you had your work cut out then with her. You weren't surprised to yeah. have uh, her alongside you. You can't That's relax. Yeah. You can't yeah, relax like when said, you know you got her behind you. And I thought, given her experience, I thought she was just chilling and waiting until like 40-something K just to take, take it back. So I was running scared that whole time. How close did she get then, Yon? Did, you, did she get up alongside you at all in that last 10 Ks? No, no. Um, no. I think she faded as well, just from that. Okay. Start. Yeah, I think you beat her by a minute and uh, eighteen seconds. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. So, um, I, I saw her over fifty k. That's pretty close. It is. Yeah. 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 I saw her race recap, and it's um, I think she that fast start got her as well, um, like it did most people. So I think a bit of luck on my behalf is almost everyone faded in that last ten k. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think we just faded at the same rate. Daniel, I've got a bit of a like nerdy question for you. On the day, what shoes were you wearing and um, what gels were you taking? Yeah, I, it might be nerdy, but I like that question. I like <laughs> that shoes. Yeah. Um, I, I wore the, uh, the uh, peg trails, Nike peg trails. Oh, nice. Yeah, good shoes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, um, they're not too yeah, heavy, so, eh? They just sort of sit in the middle. Not too heavy, not too light. Good yeah, grip. Is that, the peg, is that the Pegasus thirty-eight? Is it? No, they bought out because um, they were doing the Pegasus in line with, like, making a trail shoe in line with the other um, road shoes. So yeah. they had like a Pegasus thirty-six, which um, I have a pair of as well, which I was contemplating between that and this one. But this is like the just the Pegasus. They went off and made it totally different after they started. Fairly new. 36. Yeah. It's yeah. fairly new. I've seen it. Yeah. Fairly it's just new, called the Pegasus I... Trail, isn't it? That's right. Yeah. With some funky yeah. colors. And that. A few people were yeah. wearing them on the day. Yeah. 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 I saw that. Mm. Um, and I just went with that. It's a bit more cushion than the um, Pegasus 36 Trail. Um, even though the, I think 36 Trail is, um, is the zoom foam i think the pegasus trail isn't zoom foam it's a bit more cushion i could yeah. be wrong but, um 
that's that's why I went that just because of the distance. Um, I just went a bit more, went for the cushion than I knew. Comfy. I th- yeah. I think yeah. that 36 is a lot. That 36 is more for a, like a shorter distance, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, probably yeah, under 20, under 25. Yeah, because it's just similar to the Pegasus, that one. And it wasn't too technical, of course, to say that you definitely need like extra, extra grip. It's yeah, uh, just right. that downhill section, obviously, where you came a cropper. But uh, yeah, and there were what, there were some single tracks, uh, but not enough overall. What was your overall elevation gain in that racing? What did, uh, did you get then? Yeah, um, eight hundred and something, eight seventy or something. Yeah, mine went. Mine went just off the. Yours, yours is like my ultimate said seventeen hundred. Yeah. Again, we mentioned mine last week. Went, most people I, were about that eight fifty to nine hundred, and yeah. so yeah, yeah. yeah. I can tell you, eight eighty four on my scrub. What, uh, what, what do you wear, Daniel? Uh, just the Phoenix Six Pro, the Garmin. Oh yeah. It's yeah. What so what cool. gels did you take? Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, um, what, okay, let's talk about nutrition then. What was your nutrition for the race? So your plan and did it? Did you stick to it? And uh, did you have to change it at all? Yeah, I've, I've got that dialed in pretty well. Um, so I I just take um, it's a bit old school now compared to what's out there but i still just go the endurers because that's what that's what i used to do um back when i was like yep. 19 20 um because back then that's pretty much all there was how old are you now um uh, almost 35 oh still young 35 soon still young oh, yeah, compared you, to us boys. <laughs> yeah, ask, yeah um, a few so just the endurers have you tried the morton gel yet not the morton no uh, i've been trying a few um, whenever I get stock up, I, I've tried a few different brands just to see if anything works. Um, so I might, I might try and, um, train before my next event. I might try and train a bit more with a different one because just in this 50 at the Noosa Ultra, I, um, I did ha- have gut problems for the first time. Oh, really? Yeah. When did, okay. when did that start? Uh, about, about 35 ish K in. Oh, yeah this huge well, yeah. that's not good yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, um yeah so uh, but i also take um so i have a gel at i kick off my gel intake at 15k and then 25k um and then around 30 35 i'll try and have something to eat so like um half a cliff bar or something like that yeah um and then 40 or whatever, that's when um, it's not as um, structured plan, but I'll have another gel at 40 something, whatever. Yeah, wow. Well. You carry, uh, do you go like a, like a pack on your back or yep. do you just wear, just carry a couple of, couple of um, the 500 mil bottles and don't worry about nah, the big bladder in the back? I'm not, um, yeah, I'm not elite enough to do that. It seems like all the good guys do just carry like a, a bottle and, yeah. and whatever. But yeah, I, I have a pack, so I'll, I'll have um one and a half liters in the in the pack, and then I'll have a 500 mil on the front of that. So I'll carry two liters always. Um, and do you need to fill up at all during the race, or that's enough for no, you? That that no, so that's get you through. My race plan is to um is to not stop at aid stations. Is, is that just is that just water in your bladder or? So I'll have water in the bladder and in the 500 mil I'll have an electrolyte. Yeah. 
which um, I usually yeah. just double, cool. double scoop a Gatorade, you know, the powdered Gatorade. I'll just double scoop yeah. that into the, so it's pretty strong. Yeah. But you can wash that down with the water, can't you, you know, as well. Exactly, so, yeah. Yeah. And I think on a day like Saturday, that was like water was the key. And I think that was the, the issue when Steve said, oh, Nathan wasn't sweating much when he saw me at like 36K. But I think that's a could be a bad sign because you, you're dehydrating. That's why you're not sweating. And yeah, uh, I think my, my issue, I didn't get enough water on earlier on because it was so warm and hot. You just start sweating, you know? Yeah, I, think, yeah, I agree with that. I think if you, if, you can, if you can avoid stopping at those aid stations, you save yourself heaps of time. Like you can oh. knock minutes off your time doing that. Yeah. I agree. I, I realized that pretty early on too. Um, even racing some of those faster, faster guys holding just a bottle, they have to fill up um, at a, at an aid station. And and that if that suits them, if they can sort of, I guess it's almost a surge to catch back up. If they can manage, yeah. that, that's fine. But for me, I'd rather just stay consistent. I've seen a little bit of footage of um, Andrew Andrew Day, the winner of the the hundred k. Um, coming into an aid station, just the bottle in his hand, he just filled it up at the tap and phew, he's off again. Yeah. That's, um, yeah, it's crazy. But um, obviously he knows himself better than anyone and that's all he needs. That's all he needs. But I guess as well as carrying a, a, some sort of pack with the weight as well. So you're talking maybe 600 grams for a bottle, um, whereas a pack might be one and a half kilos or something. So Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I noticed but, you say about that stopping, it's like if I hadn't, if I hadn't have made the six hours, which was my goal, um, if I if I hadn't have spewed, the spew could have, and the, the, the time around that, that could have been the, that's why I didn't make the 6K. You could actually count it back to, you could like almost count it back to that. You, know, you could, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, um I think with the, with the packs, though, this race didn't have the mandatory requirements like some other races. So, um, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was sort of a bit more free reign. They sort of just put it, put the onus on, on each runner. Um, but I just kept mine. They didn't yeah, check, did they? Just yeah. said we expect no. you to, to have it. We're not yeah, going to come. Yeah. And I've never had anyone check on that. I've always these races ago. Oh, mandatory. You have to have this. This, but no one's ever come and checked. Uh, who's yeah. doing yeah. the guzzler? Because they checked me at the guzzler in the first year. Oh, yeah, yeah. me. They, 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 they did me. hundred k or something. You've got to have. Yeah. Make sure you have your torch and some like yeah. a high vis vest as well to yeah, wear yeah, at yeah. the time right. when you're running and all that as well. And you have to yeah. have yeah. that even even during the day in the daylight. You still have to have it in your backpack. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, I think in the at Noosa they were allowing them to pick them up at a certain aid station or something for the longer. Yeah, the, the the Guzzler Ultra. I've read over that again yesterday, and it says you need a V sheet. In case you obviously got to be found by some sort of chopper or yeah. something, I'm assuming some sort of reflective V sheet. You need a thermal garment of some sort because of the starting temperature. They say in the average is like five degrees, and as well as that, some sort of um, compression bandage, um, whistle. Uh, yeah, enough yeah. water for. Um, I said I think it says you need to have at least one liter of water minimum or something like that. So I'm assuming you so know that all that. You know, you like carrying us meant to be carrying a whistle but i just noticed that on another pack but the new one i bought it actually yeah. has a little whistle with it i didn't yeah. know what it was until yeah, i went yeah. hang on that looks like a whistle i was like yeah yeah there you go <laughs> welcome to 2022 knife yeah <laughs> that's, that's to blow up the inflatables in case you like fall into some water <laughs> 
Yeah. So, so Daniel, um, after having an ultra win, is this your first ultra win? Um, a win? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. So taking your first ultra win, where do you go from here with your next events, um, this year and beyond? Yeah. Well, I've always, um, like I, I've always had the longer distances, um, on the radar. I was just sort of waiting for the body. Um, I don't know. I'm always carrying an injury like every runner. So I've just sort of been waiting to try and get a few of those consistent years under the belt. So yeah, I think later this year I'll do, um, I might just do it on the BVRT, one of those events. Um, I might have a crack at the 50 miler. Yeah. So what's that? 80 K. Yeah. Roughly. Yeah. Just yeah, wow. as, a, as the next step and see how I'll go. But um, yeah. I'll, yeah. Obviously, be first time at that distance. I'll be, I'll be concerned. there's some long slogging hills out there too. No up and downs, just all up for ages. Yeah. I I did um I did an event out there with the road runners, a club that I'm with, and it was a it was a um, biathlon, so 22k ride with a, a run by, followed by a 22k ride. Um, it was 300 meters elevation for the run downhill, and then the yeah. ride after was just. 300 meters elevation over 22k and there was no flat it was just continually up so it was from linville back up to black butt so if anyone's yeah. ever done that if you stop pedaling the bike stops there's no there's no rolling at all until the last k of that event so 21ks of just completely uphill constant after running like a half marathon basically so that was a bit of a torture but i've seen the rest of, i've seen someone do that brisbane valley rail trail and it's like it's just the tortures. You're going to run 80 Ks on that. You're going to expect some long slogging hills. Some of those are a start and finish different points, aren't they? They're not like an out and back or like a circuit. They're like start one point, finish it other. So yeah, um, the main things, the highlight. So like basically the whole thing. Yeah. You know, um, the other distances, I think they do just start at a point and finish at a point straight down. Yeah. Point to point. I can't remember the start point. It's over Ipswich somewhere, and then it finishes at Yarram, and that's the full hundred mile. Yeah, I don't, I don't know which. Do you know which direction you run it in? I don't, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, you run from north Brisbane. to south. Yeah, no, is south it? to north, Brisbane to Yarram. Oh, is it? So yeah, it's all uphill, mate. It's the they used to log up in the mountains and take it down downhill. So it's all uphill with a few little flat spots in between wherever the townships are. So it should be I fun. Don't mind the hills. I'd rather. Go Daniel, you in Brisbane? Downhill. Yes. Yep. Daniel, are you in Brisbane? You are. Yeah. Yeah, Western suburbs. So Okay. You yeah. guys are all northies, aren't you? Yeah. 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 At least no, you, no, out the no, west you've got some good um you've got some good um you've got some good hills to run at if you go like Gap Creek and all that area. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's um uh, I'm pretty I guess I'm pretty fortunate with um I don't hit the trails too often for my training. Yeah. Um Oh, given I do some of my races on the road anyway, probably even probably close to half of my races. But um, yeah, just time-wise, I'm all about fitting it in. So it's basically from my front door, all my runs. So I, I can get hills in a few different directions. Um, but yeah, yeah, otherwise it's commuting from to or from the city. Yeah. So for us, we're all just regular guys doing regular runs so our, our, we we attend park run normally i know fraser does nath does steve he's the ferrari version of the group so my question daniel with um steve being our um ferrari version of the team at the 17 minute run for 5k what's everyone does shorter distance so you would have started there somewhere running uh, road events so what's your um 5k times 
and so forth. So say maybe a 3K, 5K and 10K. Um, I don't know much about underneath 5K, but um, oh, controversially, my fastest 5K time is um, probably even the 10K time is within a race. So I can't claim yep. that. Yeah. Uh, but but a park run, um, uh, maybe sixteen forty-five. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I think that's my fastest park run, and um, like I said, a little bit faster and as part of a race. Yeah. Where did you Where yeah. did you do that park run PB? Uh, Rocks Riverside is my local park run. Yeah. Cool. Rocks Riverside. Where's that? <laughs> Southside. Uh, like yeah. Jim Delay. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's that's quite speedy. So you you just gone to the top of the table on our little scoreboard. <laughs> so you went through quicker than that in the uh, the five k split in a race. Yeah, but it was um. So I did I did um like obviously it's unofficial, but I did my five k ten k PB in that um is it the Great Southern Run or something? Great South Run. Great South, yeah. 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 Yeah, over at Ipswich, um, was it? Yeah, yeah, that that direction. So that's yeah. um, that's a, obviously a fast track, and um, and there's a lot of fast guys there. So you just yeah, yeah wow, went out hard, and I paid for it later. But I what what event was you doing that day? That I was doing the half, and I ran my half PB in that too, um, which is uh, it was seventy four twenty. Yeah, great run. <laughs> yeah. Quite, that's wow. That's not, I'm not, um, I was hurting and I didn't, yeah. I would rather run double that distance and a bit slower. A little bit slower. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, that's a, that's a good course though, that, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good exactly. course to run a PB on. Exactly. That's why I went for, I had a crack, but the winners ran like 66 minutes or something. Or yeah. Yeah. There a couple of elites or sub elite guys turn up to that one. Yeah. Yeah, there's heaps of elite runners out there like Kieran Perkins and Tim Vincent and people like that are running out there and, yeah, they're flying. But 74 mm. minutes, geez, that's motoring, mate. Yeah. And yeah, geez, um, Like I said, I surprised myself, but um, so it's all right for just a, an amateur runner, I suppose. But Yeah. It's not that, – that, that is a really fast course, but it's not flat either. It has like a oh, pretty yeah, big yeah. climb in it to get to the turnaround point. That's right. It's, it's a bit of a gradual hill. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and yeah, I think it's 7K loops. So you do that a few times. And when you get yeah. to the top of that hill, you've got to do a U-turn around a witch's hat and it just breaks yeah. your legs. Sure does. I mean, you get like a nice downhill after it, but it's, it. you know, when you're like 16Ks in, 16, 17Ks in and you hit that turn, you just, your legs are just gone. Just, just give me a break. What other events have you got planned coming up, mate? Um, I'll do the um, Brisbane Trail Marathon. Um, yep. At the back of Cooper. I'll see you there. Sorry? Well, I'll see you. You won't see me because you'll be too far ahead. <laughs> oh, Maybe at the that? start line. <laughs> you know, a few beers at the end, you'll catch up with Nate at the end. Yeah, nice. Yeah. That, that'd uh, be quite heavy because Mount Cooper's just like... Oh, that's... Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's pretty um, harsh out there, but I don't mind the hills. Like I think I said earlier, I'd rather go up a hill than down a hill. Yeah. Yeah. It's just less, yeah. I mean, it's hard. Don't get me wrong. Um, but just the way it fatigues me, it's, um, I'd rather go up. The downhill smash me. Do you, um, 
do you walk like fast up the hills or you just keep a jog or running going? Yeah, um, once again, I just go effort based. So um, I'll walk a lot of the hills if they're steep. Um, but if my heart rate's uh, like under 160, I'll, I'll still just do like a shuffle up it. Yeah. Yeah. Back, getting back to the race, you said around 7K that you had a stack rolled your ankle. And, uh, and then we sort of talked about your um, nutrition and stuff like that. And you got to 40K. What happened yeah. after 40K? Yeah, well, I think this is why it's important. I do explore other nutrition now <laughs> because I was, I mean, once again, it's probably that start that got me, uh, but I was cramping really hard. So at one point, um, at one point I was running like a crab, like my groin was cramping so hard. I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't run mm. straight. Quads were cramping. Um, yeah. And I even towards like that mid 40K mark i was cramping in my back um and even my biceps started cramping oh, oh really just all over i know that the cramping cramping comes like there's, there's a certain amount of fatigue in it but um it's either going to be the magnesium or the sodium um i've found that i'm really sensitive to sodium it, uh, i've had drinks made for me like infinite nutrition and the sodium in it i was in the 24-hour mountain bike race and so but when i started on the drink every lap which was only like a 10k lap or something i had to stop and pee and i worked it out that it was just too much sodium my body was just trying to you know wasn't able to absorb and the pee was coming out crystal clear a lot um so it, it um it, it, there was nothing else that i could put it down to and then i went back to like the endurer which is less sodium than any other drink but it's higher in the magnesium um I, i'm pretty much pretty much fine but it's funny you say about your groin cramping because my adductor muscles were actually really sore after the race and i've never had that from training that my adductor muscles get sore but you just don't realize what you're using when you're when you suppose you probably when you're going downhill a little bit or uphill or you know like you're just using different muscles but yeah that uh, yeah but well, actually um, the best I thing agree. you could do is is get a blood test the next day would actually tell you what yeah. if you went to your doctor and asked because i was talking to one of my doctors about it he said if you got a blood test like that afternoon or that next morning it would tell you what you were lowing so you might be lowing sodium or magnesium and that would be able to oh, put your finger on what you need more of in the race if they did that <laughs> i was uh my well, urine the next day was pretty um pretty dark that's for sure so i, I think oh, it was just okay. a, i think it was just that i went i had a rough lead up to the race i went hard harder than what i should have and yes make something with the nutrition but just the combination um even in the like i did a k jog warm-up and i just didn't feel right too so um it just was on that whole thing was just uncomfortable and then yeah uh, yeah and then the ankle rolled the stomach issues and then the cramping it was just um it wasn't fun so to speak but um you'll come away with the wing sorry We'll come away with the win. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, that's mm. on the other hand, it wasn't fun in like the pain wise, but I got, I got a chance to go full Goggins. So, so you went, um, did you go pretty fun. deep in the well, as they say? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And um, so, yeah, like I guess the race doesn't start until something goes wrong. And it was, it felt to me like it was all going wrong. Um, so I just, yeah, I just got to go to that place, take, take yourself to that place started carrying yeah. the carrying the boats 
Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. Taking souls. So, um, yeah. Are you a fan of David Goggins? In some ways, I think to hang out with him would be pretty difficult. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you'd get to do like 50 burpees every like 10 minutes or so. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I think he, um, I like his attitude towards a lot of his problems, but um, I think he'd be probably mean to a lot of people. So if I if you dial that back a bit, <laughs> I th- I like his attitude of just getting it done no matter what. That's yeah. for sure. I think that's where that's where I take out of it what you can, and for me that's what I took out of his book and what I take out from him is what uh, what can I use of his. So when I get to that dark place or when I'm like shit, I want to just give up and you know come and pick me up and take me home um uh, how am i gonna how to approach it so that i can finish it yeah 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 i agree and and on the other end of the scale you've got like rich roll who's like um you know like a vegan ultra athlete who's mm. the nicest guy ever so if you if you read or watch whatever um that's out there on ultra athletes there's a million ways to do it find your own way yeah I got another question. Um, coming into the finish, so you've already experienced cramping. You're um, fading the last ten k's, and you're staying ahead of the second place um, lady. That you could obviously see her when you turned around. Nath, Nath had a, a second win just before thirty six, and he was flying somewhere along that forty four. Was it Nath? 45 k mark. 40, about the forty. Yeah, getting into that forty four. So I'm, I'm assuming that's almost like a third win, but his was because his blood sugar was dropping. How how did you finish? Yeah. Like, um, you obviously get some sort of thing going. I'm nearly there. Like, do you do you did you press harder at the end, or are you just trying to hold on? Um, definitely just holding on because I because uh, I was in a bad way. Um, I I did obviously in a longer event, a longer slower event, you can get away with it. But I did what you're not meant to do and just kept looking around. And um, yeah. And once I got like within a K um, to the, to the finish, I couldn't see anyone. So I, that's when I f- probably started accepting it mentally that maybe I did pull it off. Um, but the body was still cooked. I went straight to the, um, straight to the medical tent because I was cramping so bad and they, mm. yeah, they just did, did all their thing there. And I just had um, a couple of hydrolyte equivalents, whatever they are. And I sat there for probably 20 minutes. Yeah. When you're talking cramping, you were talking muscles as well. As you said, you had a bit of gut issues as well. So it was at both, yep. both Correct. ends. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And, um, and it was, they had a lot of, um, there was students running the medical tent from the uni. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they were all, they were all really cool. If they didn't know anything about, um, like ultra events, they were pretty keen to learn. Like, oh, they were a cool bunch of, um, bunch of students but like you could see my muscles you know when you have a real bad cramp you can see it mm-hmm. so and uh, the young i hadn't seen something like that before so he was um he was pretty amazed but yeah it was pretty yeah. pretty bad but um yeah yeah not as bad as some so you said like your, your biceps were, were cramping as well so you must have just been it, it wasn't just from that muscle fatigue which is usually generally the muscles that will go first but it was just um mm-hmm. Overall, then maybe you were low in something or a couple of yeah, things. I just cooked myself. Yeah, it's um, I don't know what the answer is, but um, like I said, the physical um, toll I paid, like it was kind of, after the fact. Anyway, it was kind of cool mentally, like it was um, like a big load off. 
I suppose yeah. with like each race, you just learn like new things, and then you can just yeah. take that into the next race and sort of try and you know work out and just keep doing that until you find the answer. Like yeah. you know, it'll be a couple of years down the line, but you find it <laughs> at yeah. some point. That's right. Did you carry any um, like salt tablets or magnesium tablets with you? No, I haven't. Um, haven't really done that um, on the fly before. Uh, the only time I do that sort of thing is like you know, a, a magnesium drink before bed to try and help um, yeah. like with recovery or and hydration, etc. Um, but on the, on a run, I don't really play with that. I haven't. Yeah, I remember when. When I did the Kokoda thing, we had these like cramp spray stuff. You spray it in your mouth underneath your tongue and you hold it there for 30 seconds and then it dissolves. It's meant to help with like cramps and stuff like straight away. I don't know if they still do them or not. So this is like 12 years ago or something, but I don't know. Yeah, well, there's that magic pickle juice they use in the footage. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. um, I think, I mean, it all helps, <laughs> but I think you, no matter what, if you get to a point, there's no, there's no magic. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it because you helps. might not, you're not going to absorb it all in time to get yeah. you like, it's not like you're just going to take something and all of a sudden, oh, bang, I'm back to normal. Yeah. You know, usually when, it's like I say, when you're thirsty, it's too late. You're already dehydrated. And exactly. it's the same as like when, if you, you know, when you start yeah. cramping, it's usually, you don't matter what you stick down your throat. Yeah. If, yeah. if you're in a race, it's too late. It's going to take ages yeah. before you recover. Mm. Mate, yeah. some people go their whole career and they can't get that stuff right. Like they can't, yeah. they have gut, like marathoners have gut problems and they just can never get it right. Like, um, for example, at the moment, you know, um, you guys know Brett Robinson. He's like an elite marathoner. He has trouble with his gut every race from half marathons up to marathons. And can, like, I mean, he's the best runner in Australia at that distance one of the best in the world. He's run like a sub 60 half marathon. He'd be working with the best nutritionists, the best coaches, the best scientists, and he can't get it right. <laughs> like he's still having trouble with it now. Like, so yeah, it's just such a hard thing to get right. You just can't. I mean, I guess all you can really do is just keep experimenting. And yeah, like you said, just hope that you just get, find that sweet spot in the middle. I think on that that race, that humidity had a huge factor with both of you guys anyway, Nathan as well. Mm -hmm. um, that was pretty poor conditions, really. <laughs> yeah. Anything else, Daniel, that uh, that uh, you remember from the race that you you worth mentioning? Um, no, no, I don't think so, other than like it being a first year um, for the race. It was mm. really good to see the turnout. Uh, I think the, small, the lower distances were sellouts. Um, maybe mm. the whole thing. Yes. So it was... I think the whole event was 1,100 people all up. Yeah. It was a, and it, I thought for the first event, it was a lot to have so many different races, so many different courses. Oh, the police involved. They've got to do all the course marking. And then you've got all the different medals now. They put a lot on themselves, but they must have been confident they could pull it off because, um, especially they had to make some course alterations as well because of the flooding. But yeah, yeah it's a big ask. You go go to the police and say, listen, we might need to we got a road crossing here and we might need, and then there was police at, you know, obviously at certain places on the road and there was like, um, yeah, the whole traffic control. So, um, yeah, pretty, uh, pretty big ask on your first go, but fair play. They did a good job. Yeah, they did do a good job. Um, and I think it probably comes down to like the, the company or the event management team that did it. Um, 
because like I said, first year compared to other um, events, like the, like you said, the course marking and everything was really well done. So um, mm. hats off to them. Yeah, for sure. Good stuff. Um, what like once I sort of get over my couple of niggles that I've got, I've just got like I'm same as you. Like I've just got ongoing little niggles that are always there. I'm just taking a couple of weeks off running, hitting the gym at the moment, trying to sort them out. But I think I'll have a crack at the um, Gold Coast Marathon this year. Have you got any marathons planned or that you're keen on doing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, after um, the Brisbane Trail and then hopefully BVRT, like I said, that's just a hopeful, that one, because um, this Brisbane Trail Marathon is pretty close to the to Noosa, so I'll see how I feel how the body is after that but um, second half of the year for me, my focus is just hopefully getting um, the marathon PB down, the road marathon um, What's so, your PB? Can we ask? Then, uh, two, two hour 50 Good time. Um, I can't remember how many seconds But if you can run 74 for the half you obviously can make a heap of a improvement on that Yeah, that's right um, hopefully, so Last year, I was doing the Brisbane Marathon, and um, I it's my first and only DNF. Um, but I was on two forty six pace, um, which was my goal. Like all I wanted is to be two forty something. Yep. Um, and then I'll, I'll be happy with that. Tough course um, that one though. So I was on two. Yeah, sure was. I didn't realize it till I ran it. Um, I just thought because it's my stomping ground, I'll be sweet. But it's pretty tough. And, um, but yeah, I, got, I was really sick leading into that. Um, it wasn't COVID or anything, but I just got a real, uh, really crook with a virus. But, um, just that mentality. And, um, once again, signing up for something and not doing it, I didn't really like the sound of that. So I, um, had a crack anyway. And I, yeah, um, yeah, I got in a bad way with that one. So I, that was one of those ones where you, um, ring the missus and she picks you up on the course somewhere. <laughs> where did um, where did you start? So yeah, uh, just over the go between, like one of the times you go over it. So it was in, I got a I got picked up in West End somewhere. Uh, I went straight to Macca's, but um, <laughs> yeah, I was just pretty crook leading into that. So I de- I shouldn't have done that one. That was like a bit silly. But the Brisbane Marathon course is is a strange one because it's actually a really nice run. It's just not a really good course to run a PB on, I don't reckon. Like, there's plenty of hills on it. Yeah. You got to get up and over the bridges and and turns. Yeah, yeah. When you come down from it's the yeah, like the footpaths on the river, you've got to get back up onto the. Is it the Story Bridge? I know you do on the half. You got to go back up onto the Story Bridge. There's a whole K it's of a, just climbing. Even yeah. a Story Bridge is uh, that. A kilometer nearly of just like incline, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, that's right. You'd, you'd think, wouldn't you, though, even if they just use that as the only hill, you'd think with Brisbane, I know there are some hilly parts to it and undulating, but you'd think you'd be able to find um, 26 miles that um, would be flat. fairly flat, even if you went out Kingsford Smith Drive up one side, back down the other. Um, you know, taking like go out to Tawong or something, you, you know, along the Coronation Drive. I'm sure you could find 42k fairly, fairly flat. But apparently, they used to what... do they used to do a marathon out at um, like I think it went between Redcliffe and Sandgate, 
that was a really fast course. But I think they stopped that in the like mid to late nineties, but apparently that was a really quick course. Um, yeah. It might've even just been around Sandgate. I'll have to ask my dad about that. Yeah. But that, that was a fast course, but they stopped doing that. I think a lot of the, a lot of events stopped when all the health and safety stuff started going, you know, in a bit out of control. And then you have to have all these insurances and stuff that killed a lot of the smaller events, unfortunately. So, um, Dan, one other question. What was the hardest race you've ever done? Uh, maybe one uh, one that you you did finish, but um, you know, say you you pushed uh, a lot of the way. I know that the fifty. Obviously, you were fairly challenged um, at Noosa because you had um, the second and third not too far away. But uh, what would maybe it was might have been the course or the conditions or something that's really challenged you? Not necessarily. Um... I don't know. I've, to, I've been able to take um, my body or my mind to like, I guess the harder it gets, the more I enjoy it, especially after the fact. So nothing really um, for nothing really bothers me too much in a way to say like, that's the hardest thing I've ever done. But this, that Noosa um, race that we just did uh, was sort of self-inflicted, but I got to take, I got to take myself to that place, um, which I was, happy to do so that yeah that's probably the hardest i've had to do just because of everything that went wrong um but in saying that it was obviously the best reward um and not i'm not talking about the placing i'm talking about um just mentally um that sense of achievement etc so that's probably the hardest one i've had to push myself or at least wanted to wanted to go there um because yeah i'm not really wanting to have rivalries or worry about if someone beats me or anything um it's more about what i get out of it so yeah noosa yep. was it oh mate your yeah. name's in the history books now forever you're the, the first, first winner the, the, <laughs> yeah. the winner of the, of the 50 um how do you think you would have gone that day in the uh 100 um you obviously you've never done 100 before is that right no no but um like i said i'm keen but i i, I think they had a few good guys in there so i, I don't know um yeah. i think any result that i have got in the past like a podium or whatever um i mean you got to turn up but i think a lot of it is just luck like other people cooking themselves or not turning up um yeah. so i don't know I, I wouldn't be able to tell you it depends on everyone else that's racing isn't it yeah, yeah exactly or, or you could get lost like steve did when he did the uh lake man <laughs> Yeah, I'll just get running. Steve, I don't know if you've listened. You? I don't know if we've talk, spoken about it uh, on, on the podcast. The the first race we all raced together last year, we hadn't raced together for ages, uh, was Lake Manchester. And I sort of jinx people when they race against with me. And the last 50 um, that I did with Fraser and a best mate, he, he uh, went wrong as well and didn't hit the halfway checkpoint. And there uh, was a DNF <laughs> and the same happened here. Steve uh, missed the turning going up the trout that would, and the lass at the start said, um, if you go wrong enough at Mount Nebo, Nebo, don't phone us. We're not coming to get you. And what happened? Steve ended up at yeah. Mount Nebo with no phone. Uh, lucky Fraser had his phone. was the only one who had his phone, but Steve had the car key. So Steve ended up at Mount Nebo, had to two car lifts or two or three car lifts yeah. later. 
ended up yeah. a few hours later back at the, the worst stop. the worst place <laughs> yeah. to get lost i tell you it was a what, what distance was that 23 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's quite a, that's quite a testing course that's... if you don't like downhill because you feel a lot and downhill a lot but the uphill was yeah, a killer that... <laughs> That's right. I um, I have I actually have won that one a few years ago, but that yeah. was um, they had to like postpone it or whatever, and it was right before another big event. So like I said, similar to what I said just before, I think I only got that victory because no one else turned up. But it was um a tough course, that's for sure. Well, what are some of your other victories uh, that you've got that stand out, or you know, just reel them um, off? If you want. Look, um. I've just been, I guess, fortunate slash, I don't know, a bit of grittiness in there too, just to keep running through a few injuries and whatever. So I think it's the consistency over the last three or four years is what's paid off. Yep. Um, so that's, I think that's the key in any training is consistency. So recently has probably been my best. So um, GC50 um, last year, I got second. Good. Good. Um, which was good, and that was a good time too. So that was, it was hot, uh, wasn't it? Yeah, pretty hot. It's December. Uh, I'll give a shout out to um. There's a lad who works at the Nike store at DFL. I was chatting to him, and he uh, did the Gold Coast um, fifty as well. And I said, "God, that was hot. Um, would have been hot in in December." Um, so Callum, if you're listening from the Nike store at DFO, um, thanks for the free bag. I hope I can get you for that. But a shout yeah. out to him and hope he's uh, hope he's listening. Any any size ten vapor fires, put them behind the counter yeah, for me. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The um, local DFO here's my local sponsor as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go in that one as well. I reckon that's probably better than the airport one. There's more hidden gems there because not so many people go there. Yeah, yeah, it can be good. It's obviously hit and miss. Any other uh, any other questions? Um, I think we've basically um, hit it hit it off. Um, you've you've given us some uh, your best times. I think that phrase. Have you got anything you wanted to ask Daniel? No, I think he's pretty much covered it all. No, we're good. Yeah. We may add you on Strava, and then um, we, you know you never know. We could uh, we maybe link link up for some runs, and that sometime. Yeah. yeah, well, that'd be good. I've um I was keen to chat to you guys just because uh, i listened through your pod most of the um podcasts and it was just good to hear some blokes talking about running and it's a, a running podcast where um like it's not elite so yeah that's it everyone's just normal who likes running so it was and we're all juggling jobs and trying to squeeze exactly. it in when we can it's more realistic isn't it you know yeah and with your families and everything yeah um, yeah yeah it's it's a juggling act that's for sure and you can you can relate as well because if we're going oh it went for an easy round it's six minutes okay you know and then like you listen to another you know other podcast with the, with the elite guys and they're like oh yeah i was uh easy, you know i was just doing 420 430 yeah, okay yeah. And you're like oh. that's the easy round. yeah 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 yeah, so, yeah. great uh, especially it's, the longer distances you have to run run slow to run far yeah sure. yeah so if you can run like a 74 half you're well under 17 minutes for 5k you must do some speed sessions to get that quick or is that just like naturally you can just naturally run that fast 
Oh, look, if I do a speed session, um, oh, that cooks my training for three or four days because I've just got to... Your recovery. Back and hips, yeah. Yeah. So um, so if I'm focusing on a shorter road event, I'll, I will do that. If I'm um, doing a longer event on the trails, I won't worry. You don't me. need to. I'll, I'll, put, I'll put in effort-based training like um, heart rate, et cetera. Yeah. And hills. Not speed sessions. Don't need to. Well, I can't. So, <laughs> well, they take a bit out of you, don't they? Like, you know, you potentially. Oh, that's when you're just kind of sitting on that edge of you can hurt yourself or <laughs> you're going to get quicker, but you're just right on that fine line, a eh, of just injury and exactly. overdoing it. It's it's a it's a hard one, especially with work and just yeah. life in general. Exactly. Or five events in like the first half of the year. But if when I focus on a marathon, the second half, that'll probably be it. Yeah. Well, Daniel, it's been a real pleasure having you on and, um, you know, like seeing it from a winner's point of view, rather than the, um, than the, the middle of the pack. Actually, I was in the top third, so I can't complain about that, <laughs> but yeah, it's been, it's real, real good. And uh, hopefully the listeners, um, um, get, um, some of it as well. And, um, yeah, we'll um, we will uh, stay in touch, and um, yeah, we'll. we'll um, Good luck sure with we'll your uh, with your other races coming up, mate. All the best. Yeah, you, you oh, too, mate. guys. Um, all the best yeah. with your races and training. Yeah. So hopefully, I'll see you out there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely, we'll do. Awesome, lads. Yeah. Let's knock it on the head there. Yo. Okay, have a good we'll week. S- yep. Yeah, everyone enjoy yeah. it. We'll see you next week. All right. See ya. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Daniel. Thank you. I'll cut it there. Thanks, Daniel. Nice to meet you, mate. Yeah, you too. Thank you. We'll um, we'll catch up with you soon. I'll (laughs) see you on Strava, hopefully, and I'll see you out there.